Have you been looking for answers? Maybe you've tried to figure it out on your own. Have you ever felt defeated? Did you consider giving up? Maybe you needed some encouragement or a clear path to take. Today, we have a solution for you. It's personal. This podcast is designed to offer a different solution to you from a biblical perspective. We believe in spreading God's love, empowering you, and helping to uplift you through the Word of God. It's not about us. It's all about Him. This is how we figured out. It's personal. Hello, everyone. We pray that all is well. The Lord is still watching over us and keeping us and allowing us to see another day and we thank God for his grace and for his mercy. I thank God for you for being here with us today and we're going to keep going with moving forward part two. Uh, There was something that I said last week that I really want to touch on and help us to move a little bit further with. So uh, we pray that you are ready to take this word in not only to hear it, not only to know about it, but to apply it to your life. I have this saying, knowledge without application is useless. Why take the time to learn? Why take the time to study if you're not going to use it? So when it comes to the Word of God, we not only want to know the Word of God, but we also want to be able to apply his word to our lives. Don't just be hearers of the word, but also be doers of his holy word. So shall we pray? Father God, Lord, we thank you for being the God. We thank you for being the holy. We thank you for being our savior. And Lord, we just give you all the praise for watching over us as we continue to deal with sickness in this land, watch over us from all of the danger and the crime that is going on. And Lord, we just give you praise. All of the hatred, all of the, all of the pain, and, and, the, and, and just so much unjust stuff going on happening in this world. And that's why we look to you. That is why we serve you. That is why we lift you up. Because you are... God, and you are the head, you are Alpha and Omega, and Lord, we tell you thank you right now. Somebody may have endured uh, a bad situation this past week, but Lord, we are praying that you give them strength to endure and to hold on to you, oh God. So here we are, Lord, we praying that you touch our hearts and that you touch our minds to receive your word your holy word and help us to learn it and know it for ourselves so that we can apply it to our life. And I say this for your darling son, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Again, again, today we're going to continue to move forward. Part two. Um, you know, last week we talked about the new covenant and Jesus and our minds and our hearts and and there are just certain things that only God can touch and he's the one that can touch and change our mind and our heart for the better 
the better. And and today we want to focus on John, St. John chapter 3. St. John chapter 3. This is something you may have heard, gone over before, preached before. But it's just something about the word of God. You always gain something or you see something new that you didn't see at first. So we're coming from St. John chapter 3. Again, I want to give a shout out to David Music Academy. He keeps us up with our tracks. And and I just thank God for him for working with us. Uh, So shout out to David Music Academy. DMA. You can find him on Instagram and also on Facebook. If you need any type of track, click track, things for church. If you're a person with music at church, holler at David Music Academy and he has everything that you would need. But here we are, John chapter 3. I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. And the word of God says, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader. The Bible said, who was a Pharisee. After dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. And he said, Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. He said, your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. But Jesus replied, he said, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. But I want to take it a step back and go back to John 2 and verse 23. It said, because of the miraculous signs Jesus did in Jerusalem, At the Passover celebration, many began to trust in him. But Jesus didn't trust them because he knew human nature. No one needed to tell him what mankind is really like. And then that is what brought us to John chapter 3. So, So here, this was this man, Nicodemus. He had been seeing the miracles that Jesus had been performing. And and what drawed him to Jesus was the miraculous acts. Not to really get to know him, but the things that he was doing, the things that he was capable of. And I just stopped by to tell you, there are going to be people that you may come across in your life. And they're not really trying to seek a good relationship from you. They're not only trying 
to seek a fruitful relationship from you, but they see something that maybe they won't, or maybe they wish they could do, or maybe they're trying to figure out how you do this, how you do that. And here, here it was, Jesus was out doing the will of God and this man, and the Bible said that, that Jesus didn't trust in some of the people. Why? Because he knew human nature. And a lot of times, a lot of times you may hear me and I'm talking about human nature versus spiritual nature. Because everything as it pertains to God, we have to make sure that we are coming and we are living in a spiritual realm. But we're going to talk about that spiritual realm and how we get there and how we move forward. But just like the Lord said last week, God said, look, he can put some things and his laws on our hearts and on our minds. And, and, and in order for us to be spiritual and to live by this spiritual nature, we need the word of God within us but because Jesus is the creator of the world he does not need us to tell him about human nature because he know all about it not only because he was creator but he also came to this world in the flesh and having watched people live and having been around people that did wrong to other human beings, but they claimed to love him and to know him. Look, Jesus said, look, I know you better than you know yourself. And Jesus here, he knew who wanted him for real. God knows if you are really seeking him for real. And you know, a lot of times when, when things are good, we really don't even talk to God. Hopefully we're not like that, but if so, that is an area that we can work on. But also there are times when we only talk to God when we are in trouble and we need him to deliver us. And even in those moments, the Lord, the Bible tells us that the Lord knows our hearts and on Sunday my pastor he was preaching my father is my pastor and and Sunday he was preaching about he was preaching about uh check your motives so basically when I'm talking to you and as I'm teaching you I want you to check your motives when it's coming to you and God and your prayers check your motives because God can really help us if we are for real, God can really change us if we are sincere about our relationship with him. But at the end of chapter 2, the Bible said no one needed to tell Jesus what mankind was like. And then it takes us to chapter 3 where it talks about Nicodemus and, and he was a Jewish religious leader who was a Pharisee. 
And, 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 and the Bible says that he came to Jesus by night. And there are many different theologians that think different reasons of why he went to see Jesus by night. But he went to Jesus by night. Maybe it was because he didn't want to be interrupted. Maybe it was because he was ashamed. I don't know the reason why, but he went to Jesus by night. But if you want to have a true and a living relationship with him, you cannot be ashamed of Christ. But he said he went to Jesus by night and he said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher from God for no one can do these signs the miraculous things Jesus was doing he said no one can do these signs unless God is with you now even with this we also see in the Bible uh, that the Bible talks about deceivers and false prophets. And sometimes they are able to do some amazing things as well that we can't seem to comprehend. So don't always look for signs that people do because that is something that caught Nicodemus' eye. But we are looking even deeper in this because the way Jesus answered and said to him, he said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So as, as I was reading this, I'm like, why in the world would Jesus respond to him in this way? He came to Jesus and talking about who he is and who he must be and who he must be with. But Jesus just jumped straight to it and he said, I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. See, in these times, there were Jews who thought that just because they were a Jew that they were going straight to heaven. Also, the Bible tells us that Nicodemus, that he was a Pharisee. Now, those Pharisees, those were the people that were going around and thought they had it going on and trying to put others down, but they were not keeping the law themselves. But Jesus said, no, no, uh, there, are, there is a certain criteria that we all have to go through and a process that we all have to go through, no matter what your name is, no matter where you're from, no matter what you look like, there is something that we all must go through if we want to live with Christ. 
You cannot stay the same. And then run around saying that you've been changed. You cannot think the same as you did before you were saved and walk around saying that you've been changed. Because when the Lord touched our hearts and when he touched our minds, I'm here to tell you that we're going to change some ways and some things that we do in our life. Because we are born again. And, and, and something that's interesting here is, is how Nicodemus, what, look, look at him. You can tell how spiritually immature that he was, but also even when we are apart from God, we're not mature ourselves and we have to grow, we have to learn, we have to study, we have to pray and as we keep working and as we keep doing and as we keep living and as we keep believing, the Lord starts to change our heart. He starts to change our mind and, and Nicodemus said, well, what do you Mean, he said, How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Again, we're talking about moving forward. If we're going to move forward, we have to change some things and allow God to change some things about us on the inside. So Nicodemus, he said, what do you mean? He said, how can an old man, and, and he was an elderly man, he said, how can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? And he was thinking physically. But again, in our relationship, we must think and live spiritually. But Jesus said to him, I, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Jesus said, humans can reproduce only human life. But the Holy Spirit gives birth, good God Almighty, to spiritual life. Can I say it again? He said, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. He said, humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. He says, so don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. Again, we are talking about spiritual and not physical. Last week I said there are just certain things that only God can do. And as you live and as you do and as you pray, you should understand that there are just only some things that only God can do. 
You feel like giving up, God can restore you. You feeling lost, God can help you to see better. You feeling blind, he can remove the veil from your eyes. There's just only certain things that only God can do. And he said the wind blows wherever it wants. Just as you can hear the wind but can't tell where it comes from or where it is going. So you can explain how people are born of the spirit. Now let's, let's keep walking. He said, Nicodemus asked, how are these things possible? Can I just be transparent? There was a time when I, I didn't understand scripture myself. And can I be even more transparent? There are still times where I come across certain scriptures and I have to read and I have to study and I have to pray and I have to study and I have to pray. And in time, the spirit, his spirit allows me to comprehend the scripture. So just because you read sometime and you don't understand the word of God, do not be down on yourself. Do not be down on yourself because it's a growing process. But Jesus replied, you are a respected Jewish teacher and yet you don't understand these things. You are a teacher, a Jewish teacher, and you don't understand the things that I'm telling you, he said, I assure you, we tell you what we know and have seen, and yet you won't believe our testimony. But if you don't believe me when I tell you about earthly things, how can you possibly believe if I tell you about heavenly things? He said, no one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. So that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. So the first step moving forward, we must make sure that we believe. What we talked about last week, he created a new covenant to forgive us from our sins. And with that, as we move forward, we learn that we have to be born again and believe so that we may have eternal life. Then it said, for God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life if we're going to see Jesus we must be changed we must be born again born one physically your life but born two spiritually in his word with God his, his Holy Spirit so as you live as you live your life you want to start noticing growth as you embrace your spiritual life. 
it's a good feeling as you see growth and, and as you see progress week by week, day by day. Will you get everything right? No, you will not. But we must allow God to change our heart and change our mind so that we can be better disciples for him. So we pray as, as we continue to move forward in his word that we pray against the enemy that as he tries to come against you and stop you from doing the will of God. Don't allow him to stop you because the Lord is there to strengthen you and to keep you. So I love you. It's personal. We must be born again, not going back into our mother's womb, but being transformed by his Holy Spirit, by reading, by praying, by studying his word and by applying his word to our life. We are allowing his spirit to change our hearts and minds the way that we feel about Christ. Maybe a moment where you don't really live like you should live, but just give it time and allow his spirit to dwell and transform you. It's a great feeling. So be blessed, be blessed. We will see you next week. So smile because you're alive. Smile because you have your health and strength. Smile because it could be worse. And smile lastly because it will get better. Reverend Lanzaria Sanford is personal like us on Instagram, it's Personal Ministries. Like us and follow us on Facebook, it's Personal Ministries. Send us an email, go to the website, ipministries.org, and we can't wait to keep growing with you next week. Be blessed, be safe, stay prayed up. God bless you, and God keep you. Thank you for listening to this particular episode of It's Personal. We thank you for your continued support and pray that you leave empowered and encouraged to stay with God. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at It's Personal Ministries. Before we go, we would like to leave you with this word of comfort. It's not about us. It's all about him. This is where we realize it's personal. Until next time, God bless.